Before we start this podcast, let's thank Mets right-handed pitcher Stephen Gosick for coming on to our podcast. Just to know a little bit about Stephen, last year he pitched in seven games in the majors, putting up a 10 ERA. So we're really excited to have him on today, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Peace. Hey guys, welcome back to Switch Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. And today it's such an honor that the Switch Podcast crew would love to welcome Mets pitcher Stephen Negosik to the podcast. We can't thank you enough. We can't wait to have you on the podcast. We just started our podcast and now we are trying to get some sports players to help us get bigger and use all of our money we, we we get to put into our GoFundMe charity for COVID-19 relief. So how you been, Stefan? How how you been staying safe? Uh, been good out here. Uh, we haven't really been affected by it. Um, I've been able to get out and do all my throwing and my workouts. And, um, so I guess I'm lucky because I've been able to do that. I know a lot of people are stuck inside their homes. And so, um, it's been, been good to spend some time with a wife that I don't usually get to spend time with her during this time of the year. Um, but yeah, just trying to stay ready to go whenever, whenever it's time. Yeah, we hope that you and your family are staying safe, and let's start this interview. Okay, Jake, you start us off with the first question. So, we are just going to start off first. first question, which is, how have you been? I mean, we're all quarantined stuff, but how have you and your family just been in general? I mean, we're, we hope you are staying safe as well. So, mm-hmm. I'll start with, um, we'll start with just a normal question that most players get. Um, was there like, any teenagers you grew up rooting for, just as a kid? So I, growing up, uh, my dad was a Dodgers fan. My mom was a Giants fan. And we lived close to San Francisco. And so I liked the Giants, but I never really had a favorite team. And then um, one day my dad asked me, well, who's, who's like your favorite baseball and football team? And I didn't really have one, so I picked the two worst in each sport. And so um, at the time, it was the Washington Nationals and then uh, the Detroit Lions. Um, but now, like, obviously, I'm a, I'm a Mets guy, so, um, yeah, it's hard to, like, have a favorite favorite team now when you're playing against those teams. Yeah, for sure. Our second question is similar to the first, but was there, like, any players you idolized growing up? I think just any pitcher, especially, um, I liked... The closing aspect was Rivera. I mean, he dominated the league with one pitch for so long. I mean, that's special. Um, and just watching him go about his business, he was so professional, so businesslike. Just went in there, got three outs as quick as he could, and was ready for the next night. And uh, that's someone that I, I idolized growing up and wanting to be like. Yeah, definitely. So now let's just go more into your life. Like, what made you choose Oregon for college? Like, were there any other teams that you want that you got offered that you wanted to go to? Or is this Oregon that felt because it was on the West Coast? Like, what made you choose it? Um, I didn't want to go to school in California. Um, I wanted to get move out of California, uh, but I wanted to stay close. And so it was between Oregon and Oregon State, and I just I fell in love with the school, fell in love with the coaching staff, um, felt very welcome there. And so I chose Oregon, and I would do it a hundred times. Okay, so our next question is, 
At your four years in Oregon, every year you put on ERA under 250. So what was like your key to success there? Uh, I think it was just the, my confidence was believe in myself, believe in my ability, believe in my stuff. Um, and I made some adjustments there that I, I really needed. I learned how to pitch a little bit. Um, in high school, I was just a guy who was out there throwing the ball instead of learning how to pitch and, and that. And uh, so when I got there, I, I had to make some adjustments, and it was a rough learning curve, but um, just kept working hard and kept grinding through it and uh, eventually got to the point where I was super confident in whatever pitch was called, and I, I knew that I could execute it. Yeah, so next up, more after Oregon. I mean, you were drafted in the sixth round by the Red Sox. Just how did it feel? I mean, it's a huge achievement just to get drafted into a league and early round yeah. just by the Red Sox on the East Coast. It was all different. So how did it feel? Uh, it was like when I first got drafted, it was an amazing feeling. Like it was because draft day, is, it, it can be stressful because you're supposed to go earlier. Well, what if I fall later? Like what's money value? All this stuff. And, uh, then once you get drafted, it's like that huge relief and it's just, okay, let's celebrate. And then when it came down to it, it was like, hey, you're going all the way to the East Coast with no family, you've never been, like, never been there for longer than a month. It was just like, bam, let's go. Like, you don't know anyone. And so it was a pretty big adjustment. Um, and to the point where I was like, I don't know if I want to do this, I don't know if I want to do this. But once you kind of get over that homesick phase, um, then you're, it's just part of life. You're, you're rock and roll. And you, uh, the biggest thing for me was I had to focus on baseball and not focus on the off-field stuff of being away from my, my who was my girlfriend at the time um, and not having my family, not having my close friends. It it was something that you. it's an adjustment and it's part of growing up. But once I kind of got over that, um, it just became work. It became show up to work every day. You work your tail off and then good results will happen. Yeah, so in your first year in the minors, you put up a 352 ERA. So what was like? What was it just like playing pro ball that year? Um, it was it's, it was another adjustment. So in college, I made adjustments, and when I got to pro ball, I made even more adjustments and realized that these are the best hitters in the country and in the world. And it only gets harder the higher you go up. And so every step of the way, it's like it's a new learning curve. And so you sit there, you make adjustments, and you throw well, you get called up, and then you don't throw well, and you have to make adjustments to throw well. And that's just, it's a part of the process, and you have to be okay with failure. Um, not okay, but you have to be able to learn from failure. And if you can't learn from failure, you're, you're never going to be successful. Um, and so that was a big thing for me was learning from that failure, dealing with that failure, and keep pushing forward. And so, yeah, for sure. So we went over what your favorite team was, but now it's growing up in California. Was there any team that you prefer to get drafted by? on mock drafts and based on that stuff. Like, did you want to get drafted by the Red Sox or a West Coast team? So, like, what was did you prefer uh, anything really? Like, yeah, a little little part of me you want to get drafted by a West Coast team so you stay close to family. But at the end of the day, my dream was to play Major League Baseball. Whoever that was for, so be it. Um, and so. When it was the Red Sox called my name, it was like, all right, let's go out east. Like, I wasn't bummed out that it wasn't a West Coast team. That that didn't cross my mind during draft day. Um, 
but then like as I got into season I'm like man yeah it would have been nice to be able to play on the west coast but at the end of the day I'm living out my dream and I'm, I'm working towards going to the big leagues if, so yeah so the next question is like towards when you were younger like was, was were you always a pitcher or was there another position you like punt? so I played shortstop um second base third I caught for a bit but I wasn't very good um but I actually my offer to Oregon was to play both and then I saw 95 and couldn't even see it and I was like yeah I'll stick to pitching um but yeah I definitely I played multiple positions and I loved hitting I just wasn't good at it as they started throwing harder yeah so when you were younger now we know you were 72 but what was your favorite number growing up did you have like a signature number you always wore or was it just you didn't really care uh, beat for baseball, it was 20. That was my favorite number. And then for football, it was number 10. Um, but I, once I got to college and, uh, they gave me number 30, I, I fell in love with that. Um, and so my preferred number now is 30, but Conforto has that. So I, I ain't getting it anytime soon. <laughs> Okay, so this one's also similar to one of the questions before. It was, like, what age did you start playing baseball? I started playing organized baseball, I think, when I was five, five, six. I started playing T-ball. Um, but I, always, I was playing unorganized baseball since I was four, three or four with my grandma. We would always play baseball in the backyard. And that, that was just a daily thing. Yeah. So in 2017, you were traded to the Mets. I mean, what was that like for you? I mean, even though it wasn't that far away, still to go to a whole new organization, new team. It was, it was just the feeling yeah. of hearing that you had to go to a new, whole new team. So, I mean, it's a, it's a huge difference in the sense that there's two philosophies. Every organization has their own philosophy and what they're trying to do to develop their guys. And so when I got traded... Um, the philosophies were different. I didn't know any of the coaches, didn't know any of the locker room, didn't know anyone. Um, and so you're just sitting there like, okay, well, this is this is different. And so it was it was that learning curve again, where you you're learning about the new coaches, you're learning about um, what the organization wants you to do. You're learning like how's the atmosphere in the locker room because every locker room is different. And so. It was a tough learning curve, but um, it was fun, so. Yeah, so the next question is, last year you put up really good years in the, really good numbers in the minors, so you earned a column. What was it like just going up to the mesh, just pitching with guys like DeGrom? I was nuts. It was, it was surreal to the point where even now it, do, it doesn't feel real. Um, I think the next time I get called up, it, it'll kind of hit me more, um, but Last year, I wasn't expect wasn't expecting to get a call up at all. Last year, I was hoping just to make it to AAA because I was coming off a really tough year in 2018. And so, for it to happen that quickly, it was like holy cow! Like you're just thankful, and it's your dreams come true, and you don't even take take it all in. Like you try to, but you just can't. There's too much to take in. And, um, but I learned a lot from guys like Degrom and Syndergaard, Stroman. Um, Lugo, Giselle, and all, all those guys, and trying to pick their brains and constantly asking questions. 
um, to make myself better and to be able to develop into the best arm that I can be. Yeah. So for our last baseball-related question, in your time in big leagues last season, how did it just feel just pitching on that big stage? I mean, you were in the Mars for a long time, so you're used to that. And he's coming to the big show at Safe Field. So how did it all feel? It was nuts. Um, running in from the bullpen is probably the coolest thing. Like, one, like running in because you're really taking it in. Like the atmosphere and the crowd and how many people are really there. But then once you get on the mound, it's, it's time to work. It's time to pitch and it's time to execute. And so you kind of block all those things out. Um, but I've the energy in the crowd, I would say when I was at Wrigley was like the first time where I was like, holy cow, this is nuts. And then when I pitched at City Field, um, that was made my debut and it was like, holy cow, like this is insane. Like New York crowds are just different. <laughs> yeah. So now we're gonna hit you some not baseball related or basketball like questions, some rapid fire questions just for an interview to like spice it all up. So all stars, what's your favorite place in the world? Just not based on Cal can be California places, anything, just like where's your go to place if you're back at home or anything? If I'm back at home you'll probably find me up in the woods or on a lake fishing or hunting or doing something. Okay, next rapid fire question is like, do you have a favorite food? Barbecue. Nice. So, what's your favorite? You get any favorite movie or sports movie, just in general? Favorite movie is either The Patriot for non-sport movie or Miracle sport movie. Okay. So, next question is like more of a baseball question, but like, do you enjoy having sunflower seeds, and if so, what's your type of, favorite type of flavor? Rant David Ranches. I will crush three bags of them. <laughs> so what's your favorite non-sports team out of baseball? And, like, who's your favorite non-baseball like baseball pro athlete just to look up to us now, like MLB pitcher, like Mariano Rivera? Yeah. Either Jimmy Johnson. Or, I mean, like... Players I like or player I look up, I, I feel like everyone looks up to like LeBron James for his greatness, and like. Yeah, well, I feel like not like look up to more just like a favorite player that you just love, even though they can't they don't have to be like super famous player. That's you like the style and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Jimmy Johnson, I, I just love. I love him. Like one of the best race car drivers of all time. But then I guess Matthew Stafford, quarterback for my Lions, guy gets beat up and still puts up numbers. Yeah. Okay, the next question is like type of similar from the last one, but like what's your favorite other sport to play in Outlatch? Other sport to play? Is cornhole considered a sport? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like watching football. Um, I like watching NASCAR. So, back, yeah, that's better. Back to like quarantine stuff. Have you been practicing any new pitches just to throw next season? Which we hope is going to be in July, as they said. Like, right. I think the biggest thing for me is working on my off-speed command in the zone. Um, that's something that I've really been harping on with this extra time. 
is working on, hey, let's get the off-speed in the zone because that's one thing that I struggled with last year in the big leagues is throwing my off-speed for strikes. Um, and so they could eliminate it, and I would just throw fastballs. Yeah, so we're going to move on to the next one. It's like, what's your favorite pitch to throw during the game, like to put the batter away? Fastball. Yeah, that's the obvious one. And what, I, I just like, I like just letting it eat, as, throwing it as hard as I can. Yeah. Oh, another one, just like after a game, like what's a favorite like drink or snack just to like munch down, just to like cool everything off? Usually water, because you're like, you're just dying for some water, especially if it's hot out. There's nothing better than ice cold water. Okay. So like, and that's a that's a big thing for us is like remaining hydrated because if you aren't hydrated, you won't recover as well. So that's a big thing for us is like water in the system ASAP. Okay, so the next thing is like you know you obviously play MLB the Show. Are there any other video games you enjoy playing? And did you follow the MLB the Show players league? Uh, I loved Fortnite for a while. Now I'm kind of people are too good. <laughs> um. But I really like playing Call of Duty. Um, and then I did follow the Players League. And then some other games are like Farming Simulator. I will crush that for hours. And then Red Dead Redemption. Those are all the games I play. Nice. So we have only a few more questions left. We don't want to take up all of your time. But what's your favorite yeah. team? If you have any like team to pitch against, like, you know, you, know you, you said stuff about like, the Dodgers and Giants, like the Red Sox that used to play for them. Mm-hmm. Are there any like this specific team that you love pitching against or just like at the field, like Wrigley, you said? Wrigley was really fun to pitch at. Um, obviously, City Field is insane. Love pitching there. Um, AT&T was cool because I grew up watching games there. Um, but I don't really have a team that, like, if I could face one team, I want to face. Like, I don't really have that. Okay. So this is our last question. Um, what's the first thing you're going to do when quarantine is over? Hopefully play baseball. <laughs> Simple question. <laughs> so. Uh, our, our quarantine's over. Like, we don't, out here, we aren't quarantined or anything. Um. And I guess first thing I did was go play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Just get your pitching all in because for, for in July, you know, everyone, all, all these pitchers and players have to be ready if there's actually a season because, like, for some players, probably haven't been pitching for a while or playing because, like, everyone's just been stuck at home for some players and stuff. Yeah. So, and they- so like, it's, it's something that each, each player is different um, of where they live, what they can do, and luckily out here I've been able to go work out. Um, and go throw and throw to live hitters and do all that. So I've been I've been lucky. Definitely. So thank you so much for joining our podcast. It was just such an honor. Please make sure also to donate to our GoFundMe charity to help COVID nineteen, which the link is in our bio on Instagram. Please comment, follow, or drop a like on his podcast. We hope you love it. It's on Spotify or SoundCloud. And thanks a lot, Stephen. Please. And one more one more thing for the viewers: Where can we find you on social media, Stephen? Uh, Twitter at Steven Nagosik and then Instagram at nogo underscore backwards K third. Great. So we hope you have a great time. Stay safe. Yep. Stay safe. Um, thank you guys so much. We hope you like this podcast and have a great day. Thank you. Have-